Um, hey guys, uh, as you may know, I I still use Twitter and I still call it Twitter because I'm not gonna get into that now. I have no idea why you had to mention that. Why would you call Twitter anything else? I mean, it's Twitter. <laughs> right, right. Like, um, you know, there is a thing called community notes, and they give context to other people about one tweet. Well, uh, apparently, uh, it can also be put onto ads, and there was a game that always have ads on everything. Like, I I see it on Twitter. I see it on the game ads. I while I was playing mobile games, it's so annoying, and it's so not true. So the community notes, the people put into community notes that um. Let me uh, quote it. The actual gameplay of Evony is entirely different from what it what is shown in the video. This is a false advertisement. <laughs> this is so true, and I think um, this should be on every ad <laughs> because mobile game ads are never the game that you see on the video. Like okay, listen, I will I will need to say this. Uh, the reason why you are saying it is because you skip the ad whenever the possibility appears. Because usually in mobile ads, at the end of the ad, they say the actual gameplay does not represent the content shown in this video. <laughs> not all though. Not all though. I mean, yes. Okay. Hang on. It, it, it may say that, but I feel like there has to be some sort of stretch of like acceptable on like how much you're lying. And I'm saying lying. <laughs> I am saying lying. I'm not even saying misinterpreting. Like, <laughs> like we know that. We know that if, if you were to go to a fast food place, you know that when you order the thing, it's not going to be the thing in the picture. And yeah, it says yeah. that this does not represent the actual food thing. You know that. You realistic mm-hmm. know it's not going to that look that lively. It's not going to look that big. But, like, you still have a frame of reference that, like, I will get... <laughs> a hum- hamburger and it will have cheese in it two buns and then... it, will, yeah, it will have two buns this is like going to a fast food place ordering a hamburger and getting like one pickle <laughs> and it is half bitten like <laughs> yeah but, but but wait wait also the uh, the the ads didn't even have a pickle in it. Go on. <laughs> First of all, I I would like to shout out to one of my favorite YouTubers, Ryan George, about his sketch regarding advertising. Somehow, I I, I have no idea why you said pickle, but uh, Ryan George's sketch about advertising also includes a pickle. Maybe that's. Because I love Ryan George, maybe that's stuck in my mind. S- sandwich with a sandwich with a pretty big pickle in it. <laughs> so I'll I'll put it in the show notes. It's a really great sketch. Um, one of my favorite Ryan George sketch, actually. Mm-hmm. And I agree with you. I agree that if you go to a hamburger place, if you order a hamburger and a pickle comes, that's a <laughs> bit of a pickle. <laughs> you can say. <laughs> but. Uh, I also think that you are maybe um, cherry picking an example here because you should know Red Kit is a cigarette commercial. Red Kit cartoon is a cigarette commercial. Mm. That is true. Yes. And I'm fairly certain when you uh, smoke. I mean, I am not a smoker. I don't. I don't recommend smoking. I don't care either way. But like, it's not something I. Unlike Ryan George, it's not something I personally recommend. Um, but I am fairly certain when you smoke you don't get teleported to a cartoon Wild West where you are uh, fighting with four guys in an increasing height and yellow black bars on them yeah and I mean this is also true for like other commercials that is I think we can agree on that part I mean, the, the commercial says you are going to encounter a game and when you press on it, you, you mm-hmm. get to a game. Like, you, it's not... Okay. Might you... I mean, I see the problem. <laughs> I, I see I see what you are complaining about, but I, mean... I don't think you are right in complaining about this. I think, I think my problem with it is when you, like, I think we've been, like, trying to 
stray away from brand names, but I'm sorry, I can't, I can't do this anymore. No, we, I mean that it wasn't intentional. Well, I told the game. Like when you buy a Red Bull, you know that you're not gonna actually spread wings and fly away. And yeah. what being advertised is yes, false. But there is like a disconnect between what is to be expected and what is advertised in terms of like reality. When you're advertising, when I'm being advertised mm-hmm. a game and I am being shown gameplay footage, yeah, I have reasonable expectations before the end of trailer. It reveals that it is nowhere near the thing. I have some expectations that maybe it will not be exact same quality. Maybe it will not be as good, but I have to expect that it is like on some ground similar. Like if I'm seeing a go- goblin <laughs> desperately trying to escape deadly traps, <laughs> I am expecting the game to have at least a goblin and some traps in it. Okay, there you, you are. You have just wandered into a problematic territory, uh, but NS, please say it first. I think Binelli is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. I remember in Turkey, in one time in a, a cola advertisement, I guess, uh, Aysun Kayc, one of the famous uh, models in Turkey, kisses a boy who drinks a cola. Oh, no, NS, wait, cola. you are mistaken. That's a no, Pepsi commercial, not a cola Pepsi commercial. commercial. <laughs> Is Pepsi, isn't a cola? I, 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 we, think <laughs> we call them cola in Turkish. Yeah. Soda, yeah, soda, yeah. Anyway, and uh, one person just uh, may go to court and uh, sue the pep, uh, sue the company for I uh, uh, didn't kiss me when I drank. I mean, uh, yeah, it was like uh, only the newspaper made news about it. And it, I remember those was and I also remember the commercial. <laughs> like, no, I remember the commercial too. But again, I don't. Actually, let me. Um, I actually I was in a restaurant and uh, I was trying to order a drink, and the guy said, "We have this." Oh, and I remember replying, "Oh, is this the one that Aysun Kayaji comes and kisses you?" <laughs> no, that's a, Like that was a thing. Oh, by the way, Aysun Kayaj is this very attractive blonde woman. At the time, uh, she was more uh, famous about being attractive. I am not sure what she does right now. Maybe she's still an acting person. Only people calls her. She was right. And she was also <laughs> playing a policewoman. And um... oh yeah, the the uh, person who is driving is pulled over. And then, why did Aysun Kayaji pull that poor guy over? <laughs> what happened in that commercial? Also, uh, but... what, like, what is the uh, wrong like with Pepsi that I they always use uh, <laughs> police, police in their advertisements? This was the uh, same just... time when Pepsi also had, uh, I think it was a similar time when Pepsi had with uh, David Beckham and... Um, What's the other two? I, I I don't I don't care about football players. I only care about <laughs> Ison Kaja. <laughs> And <laughs> marketing team of Pepsi was working. That's what I was just trying yeah, to say. Yeah, we, we I think um, unless I get lazy, I will put all of these in the show notes for our listeners to have a context. Uh, but I agree. I agree with NS in that. Uh, first of all, obviously, I agree that Binali is wrong. But more importantly. <laughs> I don't think you um, like when this is similar to how you think when you read something on newspaper, the newspaper is ethically oblige, obliged to report the truth, but it really isn't. It's obliged to make sales. Similarly, in mm-hmm. advertisements, it is supposed to incentivize you to buy the product or in the mobile game uh, example, mm-hmm. download the game and play it for a bit. It doesn't. Uh, have to tell you the truth. And it is very difficult because when a company lies about their product in a mobile ad, it is impossible to know if the same company is lying on the next ad. Like you can say some companies are ethical and some p- companies aren't ethical because you it is very difficult to discern which company is selling the game in the exactly. advertisement. 
Exactly. But that's actually one of my um, questions that I wanted to bring it up to you. Like, what is the difference between publishers and developers? Because there's this technical element of like actually building the game, making the game, and then there's a publishing element. And that's, I feel like, more related to the ads and all that area. Um, I wanna, I wanna answer this, but first let me. I mean, I wanna answer this, but I want to say another thing about the previous topic first. Okay. And Binali, let me ask you something. Mm-hmm. There are different. Com- I am turntables. I am. There are different companies that sell mobile games, and some of them are indeed just scoundrels. Mm-hmm. I don't think scoundrel is a word that invokes uh, any lawsuits. I think I don't think this is a good word. It's fun. It's to a say. very nice. Scoundrel. I say like scoundrel. Yeah, it's a very nice mm-hmm. scoundrel scru- scrutiny. Scrut- all good words. Um, <laughs> some companies are scoundrels, and their advertisement has nothing to do with the game themselves. Yeah, and some companies are very like saints that actually. They, their game is the game they are marketing. Mm-hmm. Both of those companies exist. But right in the middle, there's, there are, there's a different kind of company. And what they do is, the advertisement is in the game, but it's just a thing that happens rarely. Mm. Like, uh, about a year ago, a mm. game called Royal Match was very famous. And in it, in its advertisement, there is this very scared-looking king-type person who is trying to escape like a fire or flood or something, and you are trying mm-hmm. to get him out of there. Those things exist in the game itself, but the, the regular gameplay is similar to Candy Crush. But that mm-hmm. king is gonna die unless you save him quickly. Things also exist as sub-mini games. Like you can play those two. But mm-hmm. like you, you play five levels of regular game and then one level of this thing, which is optional, and you don't have to. Okay. Yeah, I just want to, I just want um, to add something. Uh, one time, uh, I saw a game video and I, um, I really liked the mechanic in the video, so I downloaded the game, hoping it would come up at least um, rarely. <laughs> Uh, during the gameplay, but I played like more than hundred levels in a few categories, and I never got that got get to that game. So I I was mad <laughs> and I deleted it. Then uh, then uh, a few weeks later, John Dennis saw saw the same video. He was like, "This is real cool. I want to play this," and I said, "It doesn't." have that mechanic and he was like no it would come up in some time sure and he did the same and yeah there was no no, no the mechanic was not in the game <laughs> i have okay. a like because she said this i have to add indeed mm-hmm. she's right that game didn't have that mechanic but a similar game had that mechanic and <laughs> it, it really was like in 10 levels you unlock the thing and that type of thing like you play 10 mm. levels you play one level of the game you want to play and then you play 10 more boring levels and so on mm. yep. and i asked myself but this is a very easy mechanic surely there must be some games purely based on this and i was right i was able to like after more research you're actually able to find <laughs> the mechanic that the game features as bonus like mm-hmm. that game also oh. exists okay. but also, I'm, also, I'm gonna also, say one more there... thing about and then i'm gonna Sorry, okay. Let me quickly say this before topic gets uh-huh. any more away. And then okay. there's the fourth type of company, Binali. And those companies, they are like, I don't want to say worst of worst, but I I don't condone what I'm about to tell you right mm-hmm. now. What they do is they speculate that they can make several different type of uh, additions to their game. Addition to a game is already a problematic notion. Maybe mm-hmm. we'll come back to that later. And what they do is they release maybe 10 different kind of ads. And uh, the popular ads become features, become features of the game in the future. Okay. Well, okay. Oh. 
I have, so I have several it, it, words. It isn't just some people lie and some people tell the truth. There are different business practices related to the type of deception associated with the ads they are showing. Yes. I have several words prepared for you. First of all, yes, a newspaper is uh, written to make money, not tell the truth. But I mean, it is at this like current age, it is. We can discuss the like morality and origins of newspapers in a whole different setting. But right now that is true. But that is also not very relevant because newspapers also on paper yeah, uh, cannot just tell lies or they will face consequences. Like you can't just, because it is easy to market, just print out complete lies. I mean, you shouldn't be able to, I say. I'm not going to say you can't because you obviously can. Like that is also a problem there. It's not like that is a problem that was solved in the newspapers or like in any industry. And this is a specific problem only happening in like game advertisement or advertisement in general. And second, second, yes, advertisements can be tricky. And I'm not saying that advertisements has to like summarize your experience perfectly and succinctly or it's evil or it's like manipulative. Obviously, there is going to be space for like freedom in advertisement. There's going to be space for like uh, pulling customers in. But there also has to be some like at least precedent or like some regulation, some some anything for you to be able to put up something that is completely out of this reality and market it as if you are that is your product yeah i i guess like for me it's kind of similar to almost um a perfume ads in a way like what you're seeing in the perfume ad does not have anything to do with the perfume what's happening <laughs> on the ad <laughs> That's preposterous. Whenever I put Axe uh, perfume on myself, I immediately become chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm confirmed. Yeah, a, a white horse appears, and I'm on it. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I. I don't know. Wild horses like... are very dangerous. You shouldn't try to ride them unless you very unless you know what you are doing very well. Hmm. Wild horses are notoriously like they have long kicks and strong bites. <laughs> you should be careful around wild horses. Horses are scary. And they are territorial too. You should be very careful around wild horses. But I think maybe there can be something related to that in a way that does not necessarily have to represent the reality of the product. But I do agree with um, like when it's a gameplay ad, like when you have a snippet of the gameplay. Um, you feel like you should see it when it's presented that way. Uh, or at least in the corner somewhere during the whole ad, it should say like, this is not an actual game, in-game footage. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah, well, I want to add something to that. Um, uh, you <laughs> mentioned... <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm I'm not gonna go with a perfume commercial, but let's talk about the chocolate bar. Like, if the cho- uh, if the ad says uh, it has um, walnuts in it, when I bite into it and it has <laughs> pistachio or like salted caramel, yeah, like yeah. whatever, <laughs> the yeah. whole flavor is different, but the uh, packaging says. Yes. <laughs> I I think it's more similar to. That's kind of analogy than uh, a Red Bull commercial yeah. saying uh, <laughs> it's gonna make you fly. What okay, does it say all, in English? First of all, packaging gives you wings. Uh, packaging and <laughs> advertisement is a total different things. When you press the button, when you press an advert and it, and you go to the the place where you download the game. The place where you download the game, it's called storefront, but it's more similar to chocolate packaging uh, in that sense. In that page, uh, the pictures you put actually have to show the um, ad, like the application. <sighs> okay. Google, mm. or, Google and or Apple will come after you if you put fake pictures there. Like mm. okay. uh, your, your game will be rejected by the system if those pictures yeah. aren't accurate. Mm-hmm. Then, then, then it, I, I think it's time uh, for me to 
uh, do my rant on this. Yes. Yes. Um, okay, go on. Go on, but I will um, circle back to this specific okay. sentence. Okay. Um, well, there was a game that I used to play, like, uh, at, at least five years. Like, uh, I purchased no ads option and I would like, I would just casually play it on the site. Like, it was my, it was my um, fidget toy mm-hmm. because it didn't. It, it, it you just interact uh, well the way I played it you just interacted for for uh, one time in two minutes or something so I would just watch it on the side like people do with subway surfers games <laughs> or, or loading <laughs> bars yes yeah 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 <laughs> one day I was just I was playing the game watching my uh, TV show on my tablet and. It was time to sleep. I went to sleep. I woke up. I wanted to uh, continue my game from the uh, from the other night, and when I opened the game, there was a another game in the game. It was not my game anymore. <laughs> wait, wait, wait! They changed another the game, game overnight. <laughs> yes, the, similar mechanics, but it's completely different. But <laughs> it has nothing to do with the game I was playing. Like uh, my game was um, infinite. Did the name change too? No, the, this <laughs> game had um, levels. Like you couldn't play infinitely anymore. You couldn't have. You couldn't change the balls. Like it was a ball flinging game, and I had a favorite ball, and <laughs> it had none of that, and it. And on top of that, it had ads that I paid to get rid of. Not oh. And but when you uh, go to the storefront on App Store, it was the old game. <gasps> it had old uh, <laughs> screenshot. It has the uh, old in-app purchases list. Only thing changed was the description, and it said new game mode. <laughs> Wait, you... now how can they do this? I mean, Apple totally dropped the ball there. Right? Why do they do this? <laughs> those, those, uh, those are two different questions, and both are very interesting questions. How they can do this, and why did they do this? Um, mm-hmm. I like Izal, you should say things about these things, maybe. Or not, but what? <laughs> You were the person who took care of our storefronts when we were trying to become a game startup. So maybe you should answer the how they can do this question. Oh, okay. Well, according to the uh, rules, they should not be able to do that. Like, um, that that's that's the literal example of false advertising. But <laughs> I don't know. Um, it also reminds me of that uh, the um, how Apple versus was was it called versus I don't Apple v Epic case started, but it's another topic. You know what and this reminds me of the whole situation of you sleeping to a certain game and then the game's name is the same and the game being downloaded in your phone is the same, but the whole experience of the game is different. Mm-hmm. November Revolution. Um, remember the remember so. the surprise of remember the surprise of English Prime Minister when he woke up one morning and found that Russian Empire became Soviet Union. And so, I just feel, <laughs> so I just feel like I just feel like that was a process and it didn't happen in like one night and there were warning signs. They were like after dinner, the supervisor of the company came and said, you know, we should totally make this different game. Uh, that was a process too, probably. I mean, you could have just, you could have just used a local ad, uh, example and said it was like a teacher, uh, declaring we will be a republic. Oh yeah, that happened overnight. That literally happened overnight. <laughs> Mr. Swivel announced the Republic tomorrow. Yeah. 
<laughs> but Soviet is a funnier example, I think, because the whole experience changed. The Declaration of Republic was like, they were already a republic. You definitely, you definitely changed the entire experience of this episode. Okay, Soviet <laughs> Union dissolution then. Are you happier? That happened faster. That was that no, was less of One day suddenly some Russian guy That happened over 30 years. What are you talking about? Some <laughs> Russian guy came and said to the United Nations Security Council, Hey, I am Soviets now. I am gonna sit here. <laughs> and then It continued. Okay, thank like, you, thank you. My uh, epic, uh, Apple V epic example is not that adopted anymore. Thank you. <laughs> okay, you, you can you can comfortably tell about what happened there then. Well, should I? Uh, or uh, Binali was gonna say something. I don't even Binali. remember what I was gonna say anymore. I'm, go- I'm gone. Okay. I'm gone. Okay. Just like well, the Soviets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> well, in that uh, in that case, uh, what happened was um, uh, Epic uh, inserted a way to uh, buy game currency, I think. Yes. Um, uh, bypassing Apple's mm. system. Uh, according mm-hmm. to Apple's um, App Store policies, uh, the apps can only have uh, can only use Apple's in-app purchase systems. Like uh, this was also a problem with Netflix and Amazon with uh, their Spotify. Kindle, yes, mm-hmm. Kindle services, and um, because Apple is a tyrant. Um... <laughs> yeah, uh, Epic put a way to buy. Game currency out of the Apple's store, and uh, they ha- they didn't show it in the updates, and um, they after 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 a while passed since the game was uh, appro- approved and uh, the update was approved by Apple, and they uh, opened uh, the payment method to everyone. And Apple said, no, you can't do that. And they removed the game from their store. And th- this is how the whole thing was started. Yeah, but I guess when you're Ooh. Epic and not the uh, mobile game is a likes play, it's harder to get away with it. Okay, mm-hmm. I, 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 wanna, I also want to give an example that's completely... Uh, <laughs> out of the topic, like I, I, I think, I think the way they did this was like um, the way uh, it, it is taught to, to us that uh, first world war, world war has started, like with the uh, Hungary. Well, Prince. I can't say it in English. Yeah, th- th- that guy was shot, and Austrian Hungarian. Yeah, Franz Ferdinand. Yeah, he was shot, and uh, the whole world started uh, warring. Oh, yeah, it's, a, it's a real, real nice in the song. Take me out. It's even guitar. They wanted to fight, so they fought. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah. It, it it was just don't blame the uh, no. <laughs> spark. It was not the why the whole world started the war. Yes. Yes. I I I I think it's similar to that. Like Epic wanted something to sue Apple for this policy, and they did this. So, oh, definitely. Mm. Oh, definitely. Epic was Epic knew because ah, stop right here. No, I'm um, not going to stop right here. Epic literally had advertisements ready to go at the second the news broke. We are we are in dangerous waters. Uh, <laughs> we cannot claim that some company did something for a reason. Allegedly. <laughs> Allegedly, <laughs> we are in dangerous uh, waters. Just like the- <laughs> this is important because even though uh, you say Apple is a tyrant, Epic is a petty company. Apple wouldn't sue us mm. for this, but Epic <laughs> might. So you're. Right. I, I am. I am not. Okay. Okay. Let, let me. Let me. Let me rephrase. Allegedly, <laughs> like our our lawyers, our lawyers are far weaker than those of Apple. So I am not risking it. <laughs> Do we have lawyers? <laughs> I have a lawyer friend. <laughs> we have the guy from Arrested Development. 
Well, if they sued us, we could have used it to advertise our podcast, so maybe we would have some listeners. They would just you are actually right. They would just throw us a season and this is and we would seize we would this is that episode. <laughs> you are totally right. If if Vinali keeps talking about epic with the whatever tone you want. You are right. We need the advertisement. We need the cloud. <laughs> yeah, like people would uh, come come to us to uh, uh, hear us uh, put epic down in many ways but uh, they would get us talking about yeah. um, what did we talk about last week I don't know but if epic does so us we can talk about that in an episode and we can call that episode epic fail <laughs> that's what I'm looking forward to now we can also call this episode epic fail but the shorter episode names don't No, but last time I tried to name an episode after a game, it performed very badly. So I'm kind of... Yeah. <laughs> which which yeah, leads but... us back to the advertisement topic. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the thing is, maybe I'll, I have a more technologically relevant example. Uh, do you remember a few years ago, uh, there was this very um, popular channel in YouTube What was it called? Okay. Something 42, I think. Uh, the the thing with the Soak Savaş. Base. Uh, yeah. The, it was base first, then they changed it to uh, post. Yeah. 42. Some, some, uh, somebody bought the channel. Oh. So, oh, so, I remember that. Somebody bought the channel. Uh, IGN Turkey. It was a popular channel and somebody bought it and then they changed the logo and then changed the channel name and mm. erased all the old videos Aww. so what so, I think what I thought was at the time why did they do this the those three things channel name logo and um, what was the last thing videos. channel name logo and videos are the reason why that channel is popular if you take all of those out you, are, mm-hmm. you have destroyed the brand the, that brand no longer exists why did you pay for it Yeah, imagine someone doing that to an important website. I, I just well, uh, Amazon bought a, a photography channel and they just shut it down. They like they deleted the channel. Oh, yes, but that wa- that wasn't what happened though. Uh, they kept be- being the same channel. They just didn't have their old videos and old logo and old name anymore. And somebody told me, yeah, but they keep the subscribers. I mean, mm-hmm. yes, mm-hmm. but... So so back to the... And Soviet Union, they keep their subscribers <laughs> when they do these changes. I'm buying subscribers. By the way, that, that was the metaphor I was going with when I said some Russian guy came and sat on the UN Security Council. I was avoiding naming games so they wouldn't... Have any more advertising? Because I hate them now. Mm. I, I support you hating them. Um, I, I can just censor it and act like it's a swear curse word. Thank you. Which they are. I, I, I actually have a few <laughs> I'm going to put a better game put it next to them and then I'm going to outcompete them. Uh, but Hell yeah. That's not relevant. That's not this, this whole episode isn't an advertisement for my upcoming game. Um, <laughs> well, this is the title. Can that be the episode title? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, not not the advertisement for my upcoming game. Is that that's we can yes. do that. Um, but yeah, that's the reason when they do this, when they change the whole game, instead of putting up a new game, what happens is the following: you see the ad to the game because after they change the game, they probably did an advertisement campaign. You click on the game and you enter and you see like, oh, this game has one million players. It's probably not a garbage game. Mm. And then you download it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Instead, if they started with a new game, you would enter and, and be like, oh, only, ten, only a thousand people played this game. It's probably not that good and you come back. So the, what they are trying to do is they are trying to direct the ads for their new game to a storefront that has that shows that a large number of people played the game. Enes, that's the why. Also, it's an old game. So, but these are the developers are doing this, or the publishers are doing this, or is it like a small uh, team who's doing it? Like, 
Um, Isaac probably knows developer team. I am going to answer the difference between publisher and team. Uh, in this game, in this case, uh, the game was bought by another company a few years ago. Well, uh, it's not the same company that originally made the game. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah, but like uh, I have seen the new game, and it it would it would maybe take two months or three months to develop it. So it's not it's not a two years long project. Mm-hmm. I don't think. But it is very possible that they gave advertisements about the new version. Like like I said, several different ads and the popular ones get made. Maybe that happened a, a year ago. So they mm-hmm. sent all these different commercials and the popular ones became the new game. Mm-hmm. That might have happened. I, I can't confirm. I actually can confirm that. I think we can do this with Facebook. You can mm-hmm. go to the Facebook uh, advert and see that See what ads were given mm. by that mm. uh, game in the past year. But we haven't done that. So <laughs> uh, Elif, also like, hmm. let me quickly say Elif, Elif's answer is really short. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to just say publisher and developer don't necessarily have to be two different companies, but that sometimes is the case. Developer makes the game publisher markets the game because marketing games actually uh, if you are a person listening to this podcast and you are thinking about entering mobile game market, mm-hmm. this is a warning to you <laughs> you think that developing a game is cheap especially if you are volunteer like if you and your few friends think we building a game will be so much fun we can just do it and put it to the store and it we will have no costs You are totally right. Developing a game is free. The only real cost is labor. However, marketing a game is very expensive. Almost mm-hmm. like um, when you see a very big title like Call of Duty games or World of Warcraft, that that scale, uh, more than half of their budget goes to marketing. Like the yeah. whole technology, developing, arts, drawing, all of those things are less than ha- less than the amount they spend on marketing and those games are already popular. Mm-hmm. Uh, the cost to lift a game from nothing to a relative popularity is much a mobile game is much more than the cost of actually building the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you and your five volunteer game enthusiastic friends you cannot afford that. And what you do is you go to a publisher and say, look, I developed this game. Wanna like market it and then you get some of the income and we get some of the income. Depending mm-hmm. on your bargaining push, you can get a large or small share. Mm-hmm. And then they will be like, we showed some ads and turns out this part and we did some statistical analysis. And this part of the game is garbage. This part of the game is better. <laughs> You should throw out these. You should make this. You should make this character brown. <laughs> you should, you should make this apple and avocado stuff like that. And after a few and iterations, you have a game that can uh, produce some profits. Mm. Now you might think, as a volunteer, enthusiastic person, this is not the game I started with. This is a husk. This is garbage, and you hate the product. But that's what happens. Um, I'm not saying this happens all the time, by the way. I'm just saying that something that sometimes happens, but. Publishers are um, the marketing people if they are two different companies. But that, like, with a big, with a big game company, the, you would probably find that they have their own marketing uh, division. Mm. Like, the, they do their own publishing. Yeah. But that's not always the case. There are also, like, the game Isal mentions probably has a publisher. And, but Blizzard has their own marketing team. Maybe that can. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately so. Uh, NS was going to say something. <laughs> Yes. Like I was going to say something, but when I when you're talking about this, like it's still we come to an AI episode again. That the AI, the machine or the machine is replaced with a huge network of people who are uh, who are being tested with a data set, and the results, like no matter what, the result is. You need to do this to get better results. In a way, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, like 
like there is no reason behind all of the decision because it get more click mm-hmm. it it yeah. get more uh mm-hmm. interaction and people who like the people who downloaded this uh new design stayed more in in the game and that's the only reason there is no mm-hmm. other kind of research data i guess that you that's can arbitrary use. yeah there 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 can be other uh, research data I mean, they can do other research as well, but I think publishers, I mean, not publishers, developers or the investors actually seeing, only seeing this data, I guess. Okay. Uh, Is this the reason? Uh, NS, let me tell you about a particular company in Turkey. I actually really like this company. They are the Slytherin of mobile game development in Turkey. <laughs> um, I mean, that's my impression. They don't... They don't market themselves as such. <laughs> uh, I like. I think this is positive. I'm, everything I'm going to say about them will be positive. So I think I it's okay. I, I like I said I like this company. Uh, they are called Arictus. Their symbol is uh, a guy hidden in a cactus suit. Um, even though they claim it's an alien cactus, that's ridiculous. It's a guy mm-hmm. in a cactus suit, their logo, and they do hyper-casual mobile games. And what they do is uh, something called, I mean, it's not something that they do exclusively, but they are the ones who explained how this is done to me. Like, not to me personally, it was in a conference, but uh, it's called A-B testing. And what A-B testing basically means is you have a, like, you show the same ad to, say, uh, a thousand people. To half of them, you show one version of the ad. To other half, you show a different version of the ad. And you look at which version is more popular. Like, Alictus boils every decision they make into such things. Like, they actually explained how they started the game with different color of logos and red logo performed better. Mm. Like the game icon in your mobile phone. The color of that icon, they A-B tested. Um, so, uh, Alictus has more marketing people than software developing and visual making people. Do the, does their own marketing and they are very good at this, I, I believe. Like I said, you may or may not be knowing this hyper casual market is uh, shrinking. Like a lot of hyper casual uh, publishers are no longer profiting as they used to. And Turkey had this big boom of hyper casual games. And it was my prediction that maybe one or two of them will survive and one of them will be Alictus. Mm-hmm. And indeed, like up to five few months ago, Alictus was the only company that insisted on going with hyper casuals while others tried to branch out in order to survive. So NS, uh, with a game, like hyper casuals are very simple games. So you can uh, very easily make assessments about your decisions based on yes-no questions. Like It is easy to convert design choices into yes-no questions with a hyper-casual game. This is more difficult with World of Warcraft. You, you can't yeah. A-B test everything in World of Warcraft. <laughs> there are so many things. And and they are like, more complex than yes-no questions. But you you can convert every decision into that and make tests to find out. If it's hard, like if if it's hard for a developer to change many things in a game, they change it completely like in Zaz's case. I guess. I mean, uh, <laughs> how difficult something is for developers to change is not very easy to say. Uh, that that very much depends on what you are working with. That's there, there isn't a clear answer for that from the. I mean, if they are changing so many things, then it won't be the same game. And new game, act, they put in the old games uh, slots, like in Isas, old favorite game. Uh, it changed old. completely. Like there is not like the old game is gone. I mean that's yeah. not long live the long new game. That's <laughs> not something exclusive to the mobile games though. That's kind of that's not even something exclusive to all just games. Uh, it is just something that happens with all the software. Like it is put, it has the potential to happen with all the software that yeah. gets updates. Like there are some computers games that I downloaded. That happens all the time. 
So that's the other question. I had another question kind of related to that in my mind, like overall. When we, you know, we have these agreements and when we download a game or when we download the store apps like uh, Apple Play or Google Play, um, like when we click those tiny ticks, do we agree to this? Um, do you guys know anything about that? Like when we download uh, the, the app? What, what are you asking? I'm asking? Are you asking if if we agree to uh, whether they can change the game or not? Because um, exactly, I mean that that's not necessary. Like uh, you would the terms and conditions are it related to the product itself? Yeah, like you can't say things like uh, in an, in an agreement. I mean. I can't. I, I'm not saying you can't say this. What I'm saying is you don't have to. And I haven't seen a single terms <laughs> and conditions that includes so far in my life. I just don't um, think that is something you can like contest through terms and conditions. Because imagine <laughs> I'm going to circle back to World of Warcraft. Imagine you're playing like Rogue, and one update comes out, and you get nerfed, and like your build doesn't work anymore. Can you? Are you just going to sue Blizzard? Like. It wasn't ter- in terms of conditions that you could update my class like this. <laughs> and that's know. default. You you can update like terms and co- by the way terms and conditions aren't even related to how the product would work. That's what I'm trying to explain here. Yeah. Like uh, terms and conditions doesn't mean this cheese won't kill you. It just means that this cheese packaging has certain colors on it. Like that's. The type of that they are a very surface level thing. They don't actually they aren't related to how the thing works. It just uh, sort of tells like not how you interact with the thing, but how your phone interacts with the thing. Like mm-hmm. it will ask for these datas, and that's what it's gonna do with those datas. That's the mm-hmm. terms and conditions. It hasn't anything to do with how the mm-hmm. uh, ap- application actually works. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I think you raise an interesting question uh, because when you buy for buy a game like Zelda, um, I think you should like they have literally changed the thing that Isal paid for without any possibility for Isal to reject that. I don't think that's okay. I think that's a very problematic practice. It does, but it happens all the time, doesn't it? I mean, yes. Uh, yes, it does. <laughs> it comes to the topic of digital property. When Isal said like... this, I said, do you remember that time Apple decided that you can no longer uh, use any 32-bit programs in Apple computers? Mm-hmm. And and nobody sued Apple for that. So I don't think you will get very far if you try to sue the company responsible yeah. for Isal's game. I mean, you also can't go back and play like old expansions of games or old updates of games for mini games. Like some developers are nice and they put their old builds in that like uh, Steam properties thing if you're on Steam. But for most games, you can't do that on computer either. Once a game gets an update, it gets an update and you're stuck there. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Similar thing happened recently with a big game. Was it CSGO? Yes, I believe so. It's it received like a engine update. Yeah, it's a new game, but it it's on the same page of the previous game. So within the uh, first uh, hours of the game, people were having like a thousand hours in the game. <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> when did you play this much yeah Go that's on. the type of problem I wanted to point out I earlier foreshadowed this when I was saying something to Enes or Binali I'm not sure um, recently there has been a trend of instead of doing something new changing the thing that already exists a bit and market mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. Mar- like uh, we see that with Paradox Games, another company that I like. I am fighting so hard with myself to not say anything. Um, a company <laughs> that I like, they started selling DLCs. And like instead of 
building more games. They are like, this is the game. We are going to just keep making tweaks on the game for the next five years. And in opposition, you have the Total War games that are like the different skins of the same game. Like since Rome 2. Yeah, Rome 2. Ever since... This is... This is... This is very, this is very, oh, um, like recent event actually. They, well, them saying Pharaoh is a reskin of the Greek game. Oh, there was some. That was a literal reskin. But even before that, they were like, Medieval Two was the same engine with Rome. At- Attila was the same mm-hmm. engine with Rome. You can do same engine, but it doesn't have to be the reskin. But the thing with the the phenomenon of like. Publishing a game and just keeping that going instead of like publishing it. By the way, I am defending I am defending Total War with this. Total War mm. is doing the doing the right thing. They are uh when they improve the thing, they aren't saying that uh mid they don't say in Rome you can also play medieval uh campaigns now. They are saying we have this different game which is medieval too. That's not what people are doing. What people are doing is they are trying to add the new features to the original game. Yeah. So, so. that original game is unplayable and uh, nothing new ever comes out. <laughs> nothing new ever comes out. The, I mean this is ever this is like a recent Yeah, we have we have, we have so many titles in this uh, <laughs> episode. Um I think this is this is just not exclusive to like um Paradox games, though. In, in fact, I would say Paradox games are even on, like, a more innocent scale of it because there is, like, a, a phenomena of, like, in recent years, like, live service games, which is just a perpetual game that gets constant updates. And if a game is getting constant updates, that means it's not going to stay the same any month of the year, which is what happens, which is what's happening with this game. Which is which does cause burnout because a lot of players are like I started this game, like the uh, when I liked it and now it's a whole different game and I do not enjoy like I do not enjoy it anymore so I'm gonna stop playing, and all of most of these games I'm not gonna say all there's still like a couple of them they're like really successful but most of these games just die out within a year or two because you cannot sustain that kind of behavior. Okay, so here... But I think, like, the difference is, like, we're kind of uh, moving away to a more general game discussion, but I think um, the mobile games is also have this other challenge that we discussed before keeping the people in or, like, keeping the subscribers in YouTube case in. Like, having for, like having fighting for the apps, app store mm-hmm. space with the recommended section space that they got within that um, old game and with the updates, now they're trying to use that space that they fight for, basically, for something new. I feel like could be related to it, but I don't know how much detail... I don't know it that much in detail how things work in App Store space, location how things are get recommended or how do you get that um location do you guys know anything about that is it just do you ever do you even use app stores i mean I, maybe the question is different but like i, I like have a thing i want to say mm-hmm. okay but like uh please finish ns i accidentally stepped on your like, words i yeah actually i thought maybe okay yeah that there, there are some ways of recommendation in the app stores uh those space are definitely valuable but i don't think that the main marketing strategies are based on app stores and being re- recommended in app stores maybe it was like this 10 years ago but now with the social media and the infinite scroll and i think companies are aiming to reach people Throughout those spaces more, in with advertisements, I guess. But still, there. I mean, uh, Elif's, like I don't want to misdirect Elif's question. Well, I just want to add something that uh, until a few months ago, there were fewer ways to pay money to be on the higher to 
uh, to be seen higher on the App Store. But uh, Apple introduced new ways. But I'm not... Um, well, uh, since then we have already stopped making games, so... You I, no longer follow those news. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I just heard it on my uh, Apple Tech shows, Apple Tech podcasts. So, um, well, I, I agree with Enes on that. Um, App Store is not the place they try to find people, but uh, you can't um, argue that the the lists are not uh, important to the developers but they want to keep the people or the download number from the previous one uh, yeah but uh, I, what i was trying to mean is uh, their goal is to be high on the uh, list they won't want to be yeah if, if your game is popular it will be popular it's a different mindset mm-hmm. uh, you want to be on the like Top games of the week chart. You want to be high. Definitely you don't want to be low. So, yeah, yeah, you don't. Uh-huh. Totally. I'm going to give a bit of a monologue. It's going to be a bit grim. But I am going to give it uh, based on a bit of personal experience and a bit of conjecture. So, mobile game marketing is similar to Shrek. To, sh- to Ogres. <laughs> in that it has layers. And so far, we have been peeling the outer layers with deceptive advertising and game uh, market storefront gimmicks. But let's let's go a bit deeper. Let me ask you: Whenever you play a mobile game, some uh, thing happens, and like maybe you die, and the game says you want to watch an ad and keep playing. Yeah. And you do you do mm-hmm. press that? I'm I'm certain most of you do, audience and you guys. And some ad appears. And in the ad, more often than not, you encounter ads for a different game. Yeah. <laughs> On occasion, sometimes even the same game. Ridiculous. Yeah. You are already <laughs> playing the game. And it shows the ads. Uh, don't you think that's kind of weird? Like, in TV ads, most ads aren't other TV channels. <laughs> <laughs> in, in, road, in roadside things... With the you know roadside advertisements, the posters, they aren't advertisement about other roadsides, roadside signs. <laughs> and yet, in the mobile games, the plurality of the ads you see, you guys see, are ads about other games. Don't you think where does the water to that wheel comes from? And unlike many situations we encounter in this podcast, this time it isn't about uh, money laundering. <laughs> it really isn't because there's a there's a reason why this happens uh, because you are not the audience for those games I, unlike you're a North American uh, unlike you're in Canada or US citizen who is listening to this podcast in that case you are the audience for these games What's, uh, what you are to a game developer as a Turkish person is a number. You are just one more person who is playing the game. Your playing the game is next to nothing for a mobile game. So you see different ads because they are trying to use your you playing the game to bump up their numbers. Where they really break their money is rich countries like North America, Canada and US. Or mm. like maybe Germany. I am not sure about Germany because German people don't usually play mobile not games. Not in Europe countries, I guess. Oh, uh, European countries don't play a lot of mobile games. Uh, that's the that's what they were saying to us back at the day. Uh, that is also the reason why ads don't really try that hard for your attention. Like they, they can be deceptive because the, t- the type of mindset behind those ads is the type of person who will play our game is a North American idiot. Their terms, <laughs> not mine. Uh, is a North American idiot who will pick up this game pl- uh, and press buttons for like five minutes. In those five minutes, you need to make that stupid people person feel like they're a smart person. And if you can make mm-hmm. that stupid person feel like they are smart, they will keep playing. And as they keep playing, you will just bombard them with ads. 
Mm-hmm. And those ads will make us money. Okay. So that makes sense. I mean, I personally don't recommend anybody to play any mobile games. <laughs> Some mobile games are nicer, like Two Dots is fairly a fairly nice game, I think. I uh, during the whole time I played that game, as far as I can tell, it's not directed to stupid people fishing. Yeah, it, yeah, it, it's more like making me feel dumb. <laughs> uh, <but> mobile <laughs> games hard. Mobile games use all kind of Skinner box tactics, like all games do this. But mobile games, with a mobile games, you have this race to the bottom, where each company is trying to um, overtake the other one in terms of ethically questionable market practices. I mean, and oh. all of this is a part of that. They are trying to make the game look more appealing to a North American idiot. Um, that's not the is this a conclusion we have a conclusion (laughs) I I don't I don't want to believe that North Americans are idiots and I'm very happy that mobile game market especially for the stupid hunting games is collapsing Um, but in in many ways I have heard people who do these I have heard developers I, I haven't been able to talk to a large number of publishers the plurality of people I talk with were developers and most of them consider their games as drugs marketed to, like I said, North American idiots. Mm-hmm. Or kids. Sometimes. Like They're they don't think kids. they are producing a computer game or they don't think they are producing a rich experience. They think they are producing a version of heroin. I, I, Elif, I need to correct you. Uh, they are not uh, making these games for kids because uh, if they are marketing these games to kids, they can't have ads on the ads app store. So yeah. these oh. are for uh, these are for mid-age people. Oh, yeah, they they are uh, like old people are a popular audience. Forties housewives are a popular because housewives have a lot of free time, so they yeah. can play these games. In pandemics, this uh, hyper casual market boomed because there were a lot of people with a lot of free time, and they wanted to hunt that free time. And now that people can go out and sit in parks again, they are struggling. <laughs> and um, what was I gonna say? The, the only time you want to play those games, mobile game marketing is trying to get to a North American idiot who will play the game whole day <laughs> and watch ads or maybe purchase large, make a large number of in-app transactions. Yeah, they even have a term for that. Veil. Mm, yeah. Oh. I think we can cut it there. <laughs> It's it's a it's a it's not a very nice like I usually try to I I am in general even though Binali is gonna accuse me of lying, in general I'm an optimistic person. I have no, you're more optimistic than me. I'm not gonna accuse yeah, you of yeah, lying. Yeah, 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 you are. Without a doubt, <laughs> I I generally I generally have a positive opinion on uh, where the society is going and where, what technology brings to our lives. I generally have a positive attitude on this, but. Uh, for mobile games in particular, I am very pessimistic. I mean, mobile games just genuinely make me question sometimes, what is a game anymore? Yeah. Like like I said, they, they are more similar to heroin than card mm. games. Yeah, it's Especially like the idle ones. Ah, I, was, I remembered what I wanted to say, uh, Elif. Actually, in App Store, they probably wouldn't be very active because um, Apple made some changes that... Uh, crippled their ability to track player behavior mm-hmm. because these games are uh. purpose designed to keep players engaged and keep players feeling like they are smart. It is important for them to know how long people spend time on each level, how long they spend between movements. By the way, this is the reason why level games with levels are more popular because mm. uh, level activity is easier to track That's than cool. infinite games. Mm-hmm. Uh, when a game, when an infinitely playable game becomes popular, they become a game with levels because of this. Uh, Apple makes this difficult. They have s- certain countermeasures for tracking player activity. Facebook is a more popular service for these activities because Facebook trackers can really show to your bones, like they can X-ray your player behavior with Facebook <laughs> tracking tools. And obviously, who uses Facebook? Middle-aged people. Mm-hmm. Like it all. They are not even like middle-aged people will be excellent. Middle-aged people are more targetable. 
yeah, yeah. for mobile games. So they market towards them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, like it's a very circular thing. That that's why you see more game ads on your games than other ads that would presumably uh, pull the money from outside to the sector. Yeah. Woo. Because you you aren't the people they are trying to get the money out of, squeeze the money yeah. out of. Mm-hmm. You are just trying to have fun. Remember the our moral for the last <laughs> episode was this isn't targeted towards you. This whole situation isn't <laughs> you aren't the person in mind when this happens. <laughs> Similarly, in mobile games, you aren't the person in mind. Yeah, yeah. In mobile games, you are just window dressing for the actual person they are trying to hunt. Ooh. Thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, if you want to talk about more of this with us and uh, tell us how wrong we are and how you are not on it. <laughs> You know what we have been for the, for the last 20 episodes or so we have been marketing come and tell us how wrong we are and nobody comes maybe we should like come and agree with us on things come and say say we are right about this Yes you can find you can find the links to our uh, social media pages on the description part of your favorite podcast player and you can also search for us um, in conclusion Uh, in co- in conclusion or in conclusion podcast we might come up on the search J- just make sure you write in conclusion without the space i know this is a bit uh, different than the last episodes uh, and the sequences but why not yeah because like Talk to us yeah if if you made it so far if you have listened to us for about one hour maybe this episode will be slightly longer If you stayed with us up to this point, you you are you will probably excuse us for being a bit silly with our ending. <laughs> so yeah, love to everyone. <laughs>